satisfied with it. I, I, I was quite flummoxed by an outrageous cat. Jabbering on and on of it. <laughs> ah, made no difference to me. I'm afraid I was very drunk. Dirty Hooers. Cross-Atlantic nitpicking about Doctor Who. From four grown adults who should probably know better. From four grown adults who should probably be working. We're not afraid to say it like it is. All the word bollocks. www.dirtywhoers.com Follow us on Twitter at Dirty Hooers. If you like that kind of thing. So on Facebook, deal with it. Geronimo! Fantastic. LNC. Cock. With your hosts. Number one assistant, Terry Lightfoot. Oolong Sputters Sputnik. Resident Pixie, Fuchsia Begonia. Lord President, Sen. Okay, what are we doing doctor. next? The name of the doctor. The final one from this series. Oh, right. Name of the Doctor. Matt Smith, Jenna Louise Coleman, who's no longer Jenna Louise Coleman now. She's just Jenna Coleman, which is a little that bit That is catchy. Richard E. Grant as the great intelligence, chewing up the motherfucking screen. River Song back again. Vastra back again. Hello, I'm Neve McIntosh, and I love the Dirty Hoops. Jenny back again. The turd back again. And others. Oh, I'm so fucking drunk. <laughs> If, if proof were needed that alcohol destroys brain cells, people, there you oh, go. I tell you, fucking glass and I'm a talking salad bar. We are going to give some reviews. Ratings. That's right. Ratings. Thank you. <laughs> and if you needed any confirmation that we record multiple episodes back, you can just compare the piss Level of tone <laughs> of Sputter's voice from Planet of Fire to this one. Yes, there you go. Terry was a little bit late turning up, or we were a bit early turning up. Doesn't matter. We're not going to argue about it. But there was a delay, and I kind of started drinking. Kind of started drinking. So you've basically been okay, drinking for so, two hours. I'll tell you what, I'm pissed. I don't care. I'm going to give it a fucking 50. All right. <laughs> That's commitment. I'm going to yeah. give it a, a $20 whore, but with a uh, limo ride home and some kind of gift. I don't know. A, a Victoria's Secret something or other. Get her a voucher. They love okay. vouchers. They can buy one. Yeah, a voucher. Gift card. I'd give it a 20. I'm not sure whether I'd give it a tip, though. But it was one of the best episodes of the series. I'm giving it a 10, and I'm signing Ooh. my name to the receipt, leaving it as is. Ooh. Okay, now that's interesting, because I just thought this was so fucking well played. They couldn't go tromping back through all the different previous episodes and tromping back over the timeline. So they did it really beautifully by having this gorgeous fucking spiral which they could enter and enter the Doctor's yeah. timeline. So what we perceive to be the Doctor's mm-hmm. history through canonical mm-hmm. episodes, here's a, they could Here's that. my issue with what you're saying there, Ulan. <laughs> you're talking about the last three minutes of a 45-minute episode. And the first three minutes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, fine. And what about the other 39? <laughs> That's the problem. It was a full episode. I thought the ending mm-hmm. was brilliant. It was a great setup. It was awesome. It was fanboyish and yet it made sense it was great but the rest of the episode was 
Whatever. I mean, I'd have preferred it if Strax had attacked. What about that scene where they're around the table in that dreamscape? I'm sorry. I've come to the point where I hate those three enough. Okay, not those three. (laughs) Strax. I hate Strax enough that no episode he's in will get higher than a 10 for me unless it's Uh, the one where that fucking potato head gets cut off. Yeah. I hear you, but to be honest, I thought, I don't think he redeemed himself, but I didn't think he was too bad in this. Certainly not as bad as the fucking No, he was a lot better in this story. Yeah, he was better. That shit didn't make me throw up. It just made me cover my nose and wear gloves. I mean, come on. They do treat him like he's not even anything. They treat him badly, and it's kind of insulting to Olsen Well, he's insulting to Yeah, that's what I mean. It's just, I'm standing up for other Centaurans. (laughs) And I just didn't see the place of him in that episode. It was a dark episode. It was a journey into somewhere of the Doctors that we were never supposed to see. And Smith played mm-hmm. that well. Coleman played that well. Kingston mm-hmm. played that fucking fantastic. And I've taken yeah, issues did. with she some did. of her acting in the past, and she played the shit out of this. I've got to say, I've never really liked a River Song, but I really one of her stories. Yeah. And then they mm-hmm. threw the fucking Three Stooges in there, the worst of which uh. was Strax, and it completely threw out the tone. It ruined it. We just got done reviewing Planet of Fire, and that plot had plenty of holes in it, but the tone was consistent. They did Mm. a good job with that. They created an atmosphere that made me forgive the story. This was the complete opposite. They fucked up the atmosphere so bad I stopped caring about the story. You've got a good point there because he Mm. does come up with jokes at the worst time like when they're pulling out his heart. I just did not understand how he could be joking about that. I just thought that was stupid. Well, to be honest, I didn't feel it was a joke. I just thought he was so fucking simple that he really doesn't understand the situation. Can't admit the loss of face. Mm. Yes, if he was a true Sontaran, I'd agree with that, but he's far from being a traditional Is he mentally Sontaran, damaged? And that kind of breaks it for me. I'm starting to think so. You know, he's a bad clone, mm-hmm. and in this I kind of let him off with a bit more, but I let him off with a bit more because I found I could ignore him because I could just ride all the fucking beautiful shit that was yeah, going it was on cool. around me. Right. It was just a massive homage to everything that I love on telly. Yeah, I don't know. I said my bit. It ruined it for me. I hear you, mate. And to be honest, I I really do agree with what you've said. And I've had a few drinks. And if I could go back and change my rating, which I can't, I'm going to have to justify my 50. I think I would, to be honest, go for a 20 now. Yeah, that was a good point. I would like to see a DVD Um, release of this that edited out as many of those Strax moments as you could and still have the story intact. And this would be a hands-down 50 for me. I'd be all over that. I liked the Sonic little gathering, but that's kind of new. But Dr. Doctor Who, that's almost like New Pantheon. What, the dream meaning? Yeah. We don't have shit like that because it's not really in the (laughs) world book of Doctor Who. Do you know what I mean? In the world of science. Um, Yeah, yeah, it's not in the Hooniverse to do that kind of thing, but now it is. But there again, it wasn't in the Hooniverse to have a fucking magical reappearing master. Magic potion and shit. No, no, no. Don't, don't, don't go there. <laughs> All right. I'm done. I to be the devil's advocate in this one. I did enjoy it. I thought the last three minutes were absolutely fucking brilliant, and I am so incredibly excited. Mm. Look, we all know exactly what John Hurt is. We all know what he did. Yes. 
And, by the way, yeah. writers of Star Trek Enterprise, this is how you set up a prequel. We all know. We all know exactly what's going to happen. And I haven't been more excited for an episode of Doctor Who since I was a little kid. And I can pretty much yeah. tell you what most of the major points of the story are going to be. And all so right. can every other Doctor Who fan, and we don't fucking care. Yeah, I know that's what we want them to be, but are they? Because, I mean, you know what Moffat's like to do the big Let's find out. Yeah. Well, the most important thing is we know this doctor is going to push the button. Mm -hmm. We know this is the one who offs the Time Lords and the Daleks. Yeah, whatever it is. You know, pulls the lever, pushes the button, Mm -hmm. whatever. And we know that this is what creates all of this character issues. I don't fucking care. It's great. I can't wait to see how it's fleshed out. I mean, it's going to be in some way, shape, or form a prequel story to the new series. And I don't care. Yeah, and I will be thrilled to bits if that's what happens, but I just have this really awful feeling that that's not what it's going to be. La, 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 I can't hear you. Oh, God, I don't want it to be bad. It's going to be good. It's been building us up every single time. I mean, RTD did it. Moffat's just as bad at doing it. They sell the big lie, and then they pull the rug out from under you at the end of the day. Mm. And it's just sort of like, oh, the dog's name. Oh, yeah, yeah, right, yeah. Because you were going to ever say that. Yeah, and it's not even about his name. It's about some guy who doesn't use the name. I like this episode, although I think, you know, what Sen said is pretty much what I think I want to say. And... I'm not going to repeat all that, but I, instead <laughs> of giving do, it a 10, I give it a 20 because okay. I didn't think it was that horrid. I'm not that repulsed by the Centauran in this story. I don't think Strax is as bad. I did like that dream meeting and, you know, the whole thing with Jenny being murdered while she's asleep. That was kind of creepy and cool. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I don't understand why that guy in the prison, whatever, you know. Yeah, because the great intelligence had set it all up. I understand the principles, uh. but... I just wasn't that interested in the whole prisoner thing and blah, blah, blah. Later on, when they get to the graveyard and the TARDIS is giant and falling apart and has plants growing in it and the cloister bell is going off. Oh. Mm. Yeah. I've only got hair close to I know. Just like, I don't know yeah. what it is about that sound. It's like amazing. Oh. I just love it. It's like, holy shit, this is serious. The cloister bell's going off. Seriously. Awesome. I was sat watching it with the lady wife and I was like, yeah. oh, God. what, what? Shh, shh, shh. And then the beauty of the visualization of the timelines and all the little fractal tendrils coming off of it. That was really neat. And she jumps in and saves him and it all ties the season together. And then when John Hurt turns around, I just freaking had that a deep cool. gasm. I died. Oh, for God's sake. Oh. John Hurt. I mean, John, would Let you like to hear my John Hurt? Hang on, is it supposed to be me that does the okay. name drop it on there? Well, I was at my mate Higgy's wedding and his wife-to-be was John Hurt's niece. So they put all the media types on one table. So they oh. sat me on a table with John Hurt and basically he was really fucking nice and we got chatting about films and stuff and he said no matter how cocky I get no matter what I win there'll always be somebody who turns around and says <laughs> space balls yep no, really nice fella. <laughs> utter lush. That's what his age group of British actors, where, you know, their sole intention was to pickle themselves. Mm. 
Peter it's O'Toole, sort of yeah. Richard Harris. Yeah. It's carved into his face, isn't it? Mm. Oh, yeah. Yes, yeah, <laughs> that's what makes him so perfect well. for this part. And I think he'll bring something fascinating to oh. the Doctor we've never seen before. It's fucking John Hurt. No, Eat your fucking heart out, Christopher <laughs> Eccleston. You only wish you had said yes, because now it's fucking John Hurt, okay? Yeah, and, you could and, have done a regeneration scene oh. for him, you dipshit. No, really, oh. seriously, to make this the utter fangasm that it needs to be is they need to get Jacoby back in there as well because John Hurt and Derek Jacoby oh Oh my god that would fucking shoot the screen to bits wouldn't it really happened because it was Jacoby's master that was brought back as a soldier in the time holy shit shut up Mm. because I will start thinking that's going to happen and I will be disappointed so don't 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 go there let's just be surprised I haven't thought of that but oh my god that could be Doctor Who for the rest of my life Hurt is the mm. doctor Jacoby is the master I remember I remember thinking during the Peter Davison era that having the Master as a regular character was a stupid idea, but fuck that. I could have them two on screen every week. Canonically, it can't because he was hidden when he was that persona, but he still appeared in the radio series. Well, was the Shalker as the Master? If there are any young people who listen to our podcast, probably none, but if there are and they don't know who John Hurt is and why we're freaking out about it, just go watch Midnight Express or anything he's in. Elephant Man. Elephant Man, and you'll see it's amazing that he's in Doctor Who. It just... Ah. <laughs> so anyway, I'm done. You actual review, have you? I haven't, no. Because so much of the rest of the series had been just so bitterly disappointing, I think yeah. this was handled very nicely. And viewing it through the lens of some of the crap, particularly the one the week before. <laughs> it was good. I mean, the montage scene at the beginning where you've got all the different doctors walking past her or she's in the back of the shot, I thought was very nicely handled. Visually, this episode was gorgeous. Yeah, mm. it was. Mm-hmm. As we've said about a lot of them, they've been gorgeous but vacuous, you know, all fur coat yeah. and because there is this one that at least did have its foundation garments on, I thought. I mean, mm. there were weak spots. I don't mind strikes and his humour because I thought that the bit of humour... I know, I know, we're not going to go into that again. But the little bit of humour really intensifies the darkness, just how bleak it actually was. The bait and switch with not finding out what his name was was just sort of like, oh, here we go again. It but was did that surprise deep. you? No, not even vaguely. <laughs> yeah, right. So it's I not know. like you really got jerked around. We all knew. Yeah. It was lovely to see River again. Yeah, it actually was, wasn't it? To be honest, I thought what was really nicely played was we didn't yeah. get to find out the doctor's name and we didn't want to fucking know no. it anyway. Yeah, nobody, cool. nobody wants to know that. But they played around exactly. it very nicely. I mean, as much yeah. as I like the character Thanks of River, I think once Matt Smith's gone, I can't see her working again. I can't honestly see anybody having the sort of rapport that Alex Kingston and Matt Smith have. Well, I was with Tennant, was but there's definitely Tenen, something though. more between Smith and her. She's part of an era, though, and to be honest, mm. this episode mm. really cemented the end of that era, didn't it? And it was a beautiful line she used, you know, that the Doctor just... He walked away. And I know we can see yeah. the Doctor's side of things and why he walked away and why he does that and why it was important for him to do that because yeah. he lived the rest of his life with her in it after that. And she Obviously doesn't get to see that yeah. because it's timey-wimey spoilers shit. I, mean, they, I don't have to see her again after this, which is a shame because you know, she's to, pretty to, hot right now. Well, now, here's a question for you. She's getting younger, right? With the exception of this episode, which was an aberration because it was that whole mental link thing. She's a timeline, mm. at least biologically. Do you mm-hmm. think we could see a yes. younger River song played by a different yes. actress? in an earlier incarnation. Sure, you could. I don't think so. No. Canonically, you can't, because she had one incarnation and then she gave the Doctor a... Well, <laughs> she gave the rest of her incarnations, um, but that could have been, the rest of her that could have 
been that's 11. Dark, yeah. That could have been 3. We have no way of knowing. Oh, yeah, we do. Come on. As fans, we know that because mm-hmm. the timelines aren't um, around anymore, you can have an infinite number. Or however much you've got so, stored in your eye, however much you can leech off your so, Fuchsia, sorry. Sidetrack. That's all right. The thing that got me that didn't sit well with me was Clara's willingness to sacrifice herself for the Doctor because I didn't feel that she'd been with him long enough, she hadn't travelled with him long enough, we hadn't seen the development of a, enough of a relationship that she would yeah. be prepared to do that for him. And that's mm-hmm. where the episode really fell down, which is why it was a flat 20 with no tip. Now, that's interesting because I got a real sense of, oh, fuck it, which I think well, and, that's the only way I'd be that she, heroic. And she saw to go, also oh, that her... And just do it. She realized that that's why there were other selves so that she just had to do it anyway so fuck it just do it get it done obviously i meant to do this i have done it already in the future you know what i mean and also if i was presented with the epicness of time mm. and space and the whole giant artist <laughs> and the big spinny doodah glowy fucking oh, barbed wire thing was awesome by the way the whole time stream was just fucking brilliant I mean the main thing about this episode that was quite upsetting was the prof actually saying rude word when they misquote the all important line to run you clever boy and remember where did the B come from? Yeah, well, no, it's got to be different every time. Why not? Why can't it be the same? No, it's got to be different. The other times it appears to be remember. None of the others have. Not None remember me. Exactly. So. Yeah, but it's the whole Oswin and yeah. yeah, but it was very poignant for that moment. That. And you know what? Oh, so like sorry. chilled out dude, he really is, and that really upset him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this, this one. <laughs> this one's going to be a riot. Have fun with this. So, what's your rating for the whole season? Oh, rating for the whole season, uh, twenty. Flat twenty. Okay, Fuchsia. Ten. Because apart from a couple of good episodes, most of it was forgettable, and that's ten being generous. Mm, I thought this was uh, average. Is this all of season seven or part two? All of season seven. Well, I suppose there's one episode left. Right? Well, I don't know. Tricky. No, that's, that's part special, of the next season, season, technically. What? Okay, okay, um, so... We can't even agree um, on what season is. Fuck's sake. Sorry. Five dollars. Oh, wow. Yeah, I think it's fair. I was Harsh. being overly generous really? on the, on the standard of Hyde and some of the graphics, but... Name of the Doctor and Hyde are fucking brilliant. Cold War's pretty good. The rest of the end of this season have been... Asylum of the Daleks, I love. There's not been any really I'm, super, super I'm, polls, except for... I'm, uh, um, I'm comparing this to yeah. some of the other Matt Smith stuff. And oh, I fucking hated that whole silence season they did. That was you know what? I love I love Matt Smith's Doctor. I love Stephen Moffat, but this has been weak. It's mm. been a yeah. chore, hasn't it? It hasn't been a chore for me. It's been remarkably, consistently mediocre. There is not a single blink during Matt Smith's no, run. Yeah. Oh, oh, that uh, doctor's wife. That's so well, yeah. Doctor's wife I, was yeah. definitely... Um, but there was only one blink in the town. human nature. Oh, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fact is, no, there were right. several yeah. that I thought were absolutely... Yeah. Yes. Girl in the yeah. fireplace was pretty yeah. good. Yeah, that was fantastic. Of course, that and was... And then the, oh, and then the bad ones were... <laughs> were really fucking bad. Whereas, I think during Smith's run, the bad ones have still had a few redeeming qualities. But the good ones are just good. Mm. With the exception of Doctor's Wife, which was fucking amazing. amazing. Okay, I'm going to give it a a $20 gigolo with a 70s mustache that looks like Tom Selleck. Oh, you're going all Tom Selleck. Wow. Yes, I am. (laughs) I definitely... We know uh, what era she's from now. (laughs) She only hangs out with me because it sounds like Higgins. Really? Oh, I hated Higgins. I wanted to kill Higgins. I don't know if that guy's really English, but he just was... Ugh. No, he's not. He's te- 
Jackson, isn't he? Is he? Really? That's presumably he's English, but there again, I always presume fucking Perry. He affects me like Perry. I couldn't stand any moment he was on the screen. He doesn't fucking affect me like Perry. Listen, guys, are we all spent? Because I've got to go and like splash my face with cold water and shit like that. I'm actually, I'm actually sober now. It's been that long. If um, you get a chance to listen to the Doctor Who proms that was on last night, that's Saturday the whatever the hell it was. It's on iPlayer at the moment. That's yeah, right a huge now. amount of fun. Obviously, I'm really, really hoping that they're actually going to show the film of it at some point this year because, you know, it's not like the BBC have really gone out of their way to do a great deal for the 50th anniversary, unlike other BBC franchises we could mention. BBC America, you are wonderful. Yeah. You are shitting me. They have done yeah, fucking all sorts. Who do you no, think manufactures all this shit? Yeah. Adventures in Time and Space is looking bloody oh, brilliant, Fuchsia. <laughs> It looks fucking amazing. Oh. The set, the I set know. is like it's being on one of the sets. hurt them to have put on BBC Three once gorgeous. a month a story from each of the doctors leading up. No, oh, we don't want that. Oh. Fuck, could we want no, that? That's like listening like to audio plays. That's lame. You know, and how much I really would have taken them to do that, and they couldn't even be asked to do that. Yeah, that would have been awesome. You can only do so much, and by the time we get to November, we are not going to be able to move for Doctor Who shit. It is going to be a massive Whovian wave fest. That it's going to be one of, of their stuff. last 3D productions. It's going to be They've decided the whole thing is a bad job. Yeah, well, fantastic. I'll definitely go see it on the summer. I'm really looking forward to it. Listen, we really better around this stuff up yeah, and, yeah. and go off. Okay, and so next episode we're going to watch something, something. Mind warp. Mind warp. Mind warp. Mind warp. Oh, yeah. That's got Brian oh, in it. God, chewing up and spitting mm, very good. <laughs> Oh my god. Yeah, I'm quite looking forward to that actually I'm going to quite enjoy that well listen folks thank you very much for joining us again we are on Facebook we are on Twitter we are on Google Plus all the usual places my god I can't believe you're still listening this is our 61st episode really? probably or something like that this will be our 61st episode thank you very much everybody for putting up with our shit we really do appreciate it we really do still get together just because we're four mates who met in Second Life and love to talk crap about Doctor Who it's really nice to be able to do this on the 50th anniversary you're pissed you're my best pal I just my god goodbye everybody bye as Sen would say Later. Later. <laughs> You've been listening to the Dirty Hooers Doctor Who podcast. Follow us on iTunes or at DirtyHooers.com. Find us on Twitter at Dirty Hooers. Oh yeah, we're also on Facebook. See you next time. Excuse me, I've got a thing in my mouth. <laughs> Um, I've got a candy in my mouth. Jesus Christ. Did anybody else think of that scene in Highlander when the prostitute comes through the door into the Kurgan's room and goes, Hi, I'm Candy. And, and he says, Of course you are. <laughs> of course you are. Oh, God. Nuns. <laughs> <laughs>